Alexander. Shabbat for three. Bingo! Butler will get it for the win. Butler will get it for the win. Butler will get it for the win. He is hard to believe. Here's Jordan. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Dime Dropper for another 2021-22 post-game recap. Before we get started, please make sure to subscribe on all platforms at YouTube at Dime Dropper Podcast, Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, and of course to follow us on all social media platforms at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dime Dropper Pod. So, recent videos, go check out, if you have time, the San Antonio Spurs vlog from last night. That's the last Clipper home game of the week, so it'll be my last vlog for about a week. Uh, 34 points from Paul George, another great performance. Good seats again, so go check that out briefly. Uh, also check out the Celtics vlog, my graduation video. If you haven't seen that one, change of pace, Celtics game. And then, of course, Pat Beverly's return and the game against the Chicago Bulls the other night are all on the channel. Uh, Twitter's just starting our 7071 season thread. So if you haven't followed me on Twitter, go check that out. And I also have an announcement to make about tomorrow. So tomorrow, one of our good guests, uh, NV Nick Vecchio from the second ever episode of Dime Dropper about have Laker fans accepted LeBron and is also featured on to talk season preview for the 2021 season, will be joining me uh, on this thing on this app called Colorcast. You guys go download the app Colorcast tonight. During the Clippers-Grizzlies games, we, game, we are basically going to be calling the game. So, And we can also bring in fans during the or listeners during timeouts, I believe. So if you download the app, I'll be able to hear from you guys during the timeouts. I'm going to be doing my best Ralph Lawler, Brian Seaman impersonation, trying to call the game as best I can. And he's going to be kind of like my color commentator, my analyst next to me. And I want to see how it works. If I get chosen and if I have enough engagement in the stream, that's where you guys come in, I'll be able to potentially do it for a while and get $100 per game. So guys, please help me out here. This is where I need my loyalists, my Dime Dropper fam. Clipper game tomorrow. Download the app. Give your boy a listen. So let's get into things. Lakers and Bucks is the game we're going to be talking about tonight. I do not see that many people in the stream. By the way, guys, so my the YouTube algorithms have not been messing with us lately. For whatever reason, my videos are not popping up on people's feeds right now. So make sure every time you see my video, even if you can't watch it at the time, help your boy out, get a quick view in there, leave a like, and if you hopefully, obviously I want you guys to watch all my videos. If you have time, watch it later. But right now, we are not in favor of the YouTube algorithms, so I need your help to grow this thing. Uh, by the way, Super Chats are turned on if you want to drop a dollar or a dime. But let's get into Lakers and Bucks. The defending champion Bucks, Lakers still shorthanded, no LeBron James. But I, I just wanted to see what kind of effort they would show tonight. And going up against Giannis, you know, Chris Middleton's back. The Bucks have had a lot of injuries so far this season. But when I saw the starting lineup of Westbrook, Bradley, THT, so three guards basically, and then Melo and AD, all I could see was a high pick and roll. AD gets sucked out of the paint like we talked about in the last recap. And Giannis is rolling to the basket uncontested. And to a large extent, we saw a good amount of that tonight. Giannis, as the roller, was just, you know, a different level. I thought that AD one-on-one -on -one did a good job on him when he got one-on-one -on -one situations for the most part. 
it was nice seeing in the first quarter they each blocked each other. I just love seeing them go mano y mano because we've been talking about this AD Giannis thing for a while. I think after last year, Giannis solidified his place above him as a clear-cut number one on a championship team. But in 2020, I would still take Anthony Davis over that Giannis, that one MVP. Charging in from the top of the key, not playing smart, turning the ball over in very crucial moments, and his skill wasn't as refined. One thing I noticed about Giannis, he still hasn't shown me that he's a consistent 15-footer or so, but around that 8-10 to 10 foot range, right in the front of the paint, he's really perfected a little one-handed push shot, and that one-legged fade, kind of how KD and Dirk used to do, but from closer, from around 10 feet, from straight away, he usually gets a soft bounce off the front of the rim. He has really gone better and found that shot as a consistent you know, kind of not in the restricted area kind of shot in his arsenal. His turnaround's looking a little better. I still haven't watched him enough this season to know how consistent these moves are. But the, at least the one-legged fade around 10 feet and the little push shot around 6 to 8 feet, he's really getting better at that. I mean, in the paint, that guy is just relentless. And I love where he gets the ball. He fights for position. He got us. I'll talk about it later in the in the recap. But there were times where he got certain guys on switches, which we always talk about with various big men in the league. And even though AD doesn't, I'm sorry, Giannis doesn't have as much skill as certain big men in the post, he is so athletic. If you just get the ball close enough to the basket, you don't need to do all these moves and shake guys. You're right up there and can go up. Your size is, you know, giving you the ability to be close to the basket. Helps to be tall when you use it. But the Lakers, I thought their energy in the beginning was good. When I saw Russell Westbrook make a deep three in the first quarter, when I think it was Giannis that was switched on to him and he was inviting... You know, he was inviting him to shoot, and yeah, and Russ made a deep three. THT was hitting step backs, and THT has been a real bright spot for the Lakers in the three games that he's been back. 25 points and 12 rebounds again tonight to go along with two steals, and he shot 50%, 9 of 18, and 50% from three, three of six, and four of four from the line. So THT, probably the best player for the Lakers tonight in my eyes, but he, I don't think he should be shooting the most shots on the team. But the Lakers' first quarter was good, 32-30. to 30. You know, Giannis was scoring, but for the most part, kept everybody else in check. Melo came out and hit a couple pull-ups. You saw, you know, I think Avery Bradley hit one three, but again, it wasn't a very... You didn't see much Avery Bradley tonight for the Lakers. 17 minutes, 2 of 6, 1 of 3 from 3. And I don't think he's really earned many minutes, really. Although there were times where Wayne Ellington, I thought, was not doing any better. But Westbrook started off pretty well. AD, here's the thing about AD. Yes, you look at the stats tonight, and I'm going to break it down a little bit more. You see 18 points, you think that's a joke. Tonight, I don't expect him to score 30 points. Uh, I don't expect him to score 30 points against Giannis when he's seeing him in a lot of those one-on-one situations. So I'm giving, I'm not giving him a full pass for 18 points, but I'm not as critical of him tonight, Anthony Davis. But the second quarter, especially the last couple of minutes, is when the Lakers kind of dropped the ball and gave the Bucks momentum going into halftime. And it's kind of a big reason they lost the game, in my opinion. You know, I thought Rondo actually came in and Monk came in and we're actually hitting some shots for a little bit. You know, Monk finished 4 of 10 from the field. Rondo 3 of 5 and 2 of 3 from 3. One of those threes I remember came in that second quarter. But late in the second quarter, the Lakers just kind of seemed to have a mental lapse. They were getting out-rebounded, out-fought. That was when Bobby Portis kept getting those offensive rebounds on Carmelo and putting, you know, there was that time where they had three chances at a shot and they scored three or four chances at a bucket and scored. And the crowd started chanting Bobby. And they went into the halftime with a... 
an 11-point lead, 64-53. to 64 points being a lot. Again, that Laker defense struggling, even though their offense looked better. Third quarter, Lakers didn't start out very well either. The, the Bucks came out with good energy. Giannis was hitting his threes tonight in the beginning of the game. Like he was, this man was just hitting his threes. Pull up. And again, if he's in those, forget about it. Three of four from three tonight for Giannis. He made his first three threes. And eight of 11 from the line. I mean, this guy is really putting himself in that best player in the world conversation. Maybe, maybe I'm being too quick on the, uh, too quick and disrespectful by saying it's KD and, and Curry without Giannis. What do you guys think? Drop the comments below. I still think Curry and KD are fighting for that one and two. Right now, I'll go with Curry number one with the way the Warriors are playing. KD's been amazing, though. He's so efficient, leading the league in points. Uh, I got him second, but Giannis probably my third. But Giannis is really putting a case in there because his defense is definitely clear of Steph Curry, and he's a better defender than KD. And he's just so relentless. And he took it personally tonight. And he was good in that third quarter as well. But the Lakers did make up some good ground in that third quarter towards the end and ended up actually outscoring the Bucks 30 to 21 in the third. And the Lakers have had huge problems with third quarters this year, as we saw against Minnesota and we saw against Chicago. Appreciate you, Collins Dang, uh, for the super chat. Remember, super chats are turned on. If you want to drop a dollar or a dime, let me know, guys. How's the resolution coming in? Can you see me clearly? Is there lag right now? Drop the comments, please, in the YouTube chat if I'm coming in clearly. Only 12 people right now in the live Make sure to share it. Tell your friends about it. But anyway, back to what we were talking about. End of the third quarter, Lakers made some good plays. Anthony Davis, picking. I'm pretty sure he was picking and popping. There was the time, I don't know if it was early fourth or late third, where Russ threw the long pass to AD and he got the dunk where Giannis, I, I don't want to call it a, like a facial clear dunk on, but you know Giannis did try to block AD on that dunk attempt. And he got him, and it could have been a foul. And I think Giannis got away with a couple of, of, of fouls on defense. Like he, he was getting physical, and I think he could have picked up some fouls. And they were giving the Bucks the home centric benefit of the calls. I don't think that's why the Lakers lost. But third quarter overall was a plus for the Lakers, and a lot of Tht, who I just thought was doing a great job of getting to the rim. Still not very comfortable using his left hand, but. <coughs> But he was the a really bright spot for the Lakers. And you got to love the way he's taking guys off the dribble and has a lot to offer off the bounce. Wayne Ellington, I just was not, if I was a Laker fan, not very pleased with the way he played today. He's very one-dimensional. I haven't noticed much of him on defense, bad or good. But he wasn't hitting his shots. He had good looks. And I think the Lakers actually did a pretty good job in terms of moving the ball and actually getting good looks tonight. And I think AD did a pretty good job of that and dealing with double teams. And I thought that he was pretty sharp. Except, I just, again, don't think he had enough. I want to take this personally. I want to prove a point to Giannis and to the world. And Giannis played with that kind of fight, played with that kind of fire. And you, you can see it in the stats. And it's not like he just went at AD every single play. He set screens. And I think the Lakers, you know... They allowed Giannis to play around with players that were, he had no chance of guarding him. You know, THT got switched on him several times, and I think they needed to make more of an emphasis like, look, AD, you're not getting off of him. Because it seemed like Giannis had that kind of mentality with AD. AD didn't seem like he wanted part of Giannis. Giannis seemed like he, he wanted to take on the whole world. 
And that's just the difference in the mentality. I think AD is a more skilled player, more fundamentally sound player. But Giannis, his hunger is just so much greater than Anthony Davis. But, you know, the Lakers getting the lead towards the end of the third quarter was huge. THT was really leading that charge. And fourth quarter, I thought was going to be really interesting. Chris Middleton, though, really set the tone in that fourth quarter, hitting some, you know, there was one screen, uh, three where he came off a screen and DeAndre was dropping too deep, basically invited him into that three. Uh, I, I think it was THT or somebody guarding the ball, couldn't get over it, couldn't get over the screen. Either Westbrook, THT, Rondo, one of the guards. And then the next play, he just pulled up in Bazemore's face. And Bazemore, I just thought that he took some ill-advised shots and wasn't great in many aspects at all tonight. 0 of 5 from the field, 0 of 3, and minus 5 in his 11 minutes. A donut for Kent Bazemore. Just did not offer much and just hasn't been that great this season at all for the Lakers. Has really been a, a miss in ways. And Dwight Howard and DeAndre only played eight minutes and five minutes respectively. Again, Vogel's really just figuring it out. The rotations were a little bit better tonight, but still a little all over the place. The Lakers still managed, though, after Middleton made those threes to make some sort of a run. And I also thought, just really quickly, Pat Connaughton, great performance of the Bucks tonight. 16 points, multiple offensive rebounds in the second quarter, and those really killed the Lakers late in that second quarter. Five of 10 from the field and four of eight from three for the man out of... St. John's Prep in Massachusetts. Pat Connaughton, good performance. Because Drew Holiday only had eight points on three of 13 and one of six from three. Still played good defense, but he did not find his shot. Chris Middleton, only four of 12. Two threes, though, the ones I just described to you, both came in the fourth quarter. 16 points and only, you know, 16 points, five boards, six assists for him. Only shooting 33% from both the field and three. And then, as I said, Holiday, 3 of 13. Grayson Allen, 2 of 6, 5 points. So it was really the Giannis show. Bobby Portis was great, though. 17 points, 8 of 14 from the field. Only 1 of 5 from 3. Nobody scored 18 points or more, though, besides the Greek freak, who, even though the Lakers made a push back, cut it down to around 6, AD, Russ, THT scoring, I think the Lakers had multiple chances, and this is what happened at the at towards the end of the game, the Lakers, I believe, missed their last 16 threes. You know, I think that's a lot of threes when you're missing like that. But at the same time, a lot of those were good looks. Wayne Ellington, a lot of good looks. And I think Vogel kind of kept him in too long. There was one time where the shot clock was running down. And he has nothing except for chucking threes. He's got no off-the-dribble game. He's very one-dimensional. So I don't love the way he is because when he's not making shots, as I said the other night, he's a nothing player. He's a negative to me. Malik Monk, he wasn't hitting his threes. He got into the lane and made some nice shots, but he was one of seven from three, as well as Ellington, who only shot threes. As I said, one-dimensional, one of seven from three. So combined, two of 14 from them. Then you got Kent Bazemore going 0 of three, so two of 17. And then you got Avery Bradley going one of three. So three out of 20 for those role players. They generated a lot of open shots. They've got to knock those down. The Milwaukee, when you're on the road at least. The Milwaukee Bucks, on the other hand, you know, not that much better from three at all, actually. 12 of 37, 32.4%. They're not a great three-point shooting team, obviously without Brooke Lopez right now. But 
Giannis was able to generate easy baskets. Every time the Lakers got it within six, they couldn't make that big three. AD got an open one. Westbrook got an open one. Ellington got a good look. Even THT got a good look in the right corner, and they could not capitalize. Melo cooled down as the game went on. He overall had a very average game. Two of eight from three, four of ten from the field. The Lakers overall finished 12 of 43 from three, 28%, and just too many threes shot. A lot of mid-ranges passed up because they both teams went zone for various portions of the game, both teams. And I actually thought the Lakers did a good job playing out of the zone. Like Westbrook got in the high post a couple times. They spaced it out correctly, like I always talk about. One ball handler, two guys on the wing, one guy in the high post, and one guy in the dunker spot running the baseline. Classic how you break a 2-3 zone. And a couple times, you know, they guys are running them off the three and they're passing up open mid-ranges for more threes and they're bricking. And that's, again, the analytics ball, the, you know, all this three-point fiendage. And it, it comes back to bite you in the ass and it came back to bite the Lakers a little bit. Say what you want. Good looks. They got to knock them down. Okay, this Laker team ain't the best shooting team, period. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, though, Giannis closed the game out because he saw THT get switched onto him, and he went, let me go right underneath the basket. Credit to Chris Middleton. He made a really nice pass over the top on one of the end ones towards the end, and Giannis finished. He was able to make his free throws, and I just loved the areas in which he caught the ball and was relentless getting end ones towards the end, and the Lakers just couldn't fully make up the gap. Anthony Davis, 9 of 15. He shot 60%. He's only shooting... 15 shots. I know they doubled a lot. I know he's got Giannis on him. Where's the mentality of... What happened to... I'm going to be angry Anthony Davis. LeBron James was saying before the season, you're going to see an angry AD this year. Dude, this guy is showing as much dog as a teacup poodle right now. Come on, man. I'm not even saying that he... His defense was pretty good. Like, his defense this season has been good. But you expect this from Anthony Davis. He's supposed to be compared to Giannis. And now Giannis has built a gap so far ahead because he just wants it more on a nightly basis. He wants to go to the cup every single time. And don't give me AD can't do it. Don't give me that he can't do it. Yeah, he can't run coast to coast the same way Giannis can and barrel his way through the hole like a bowling ball. But he can catch the ball in better areas in the low blocks and go from there. He made good plays tonight, passing out of double teams. He's getting better at that. Still need more. When you get the ball in certain areas that deep, you can send the double. You should already be too close to the basket. It shouldn't matter when you have that size. That's why with Giannis, teams try to come collapse late. Sometimes it's just too little too late because he catches the ball deeper. He works harder without the ball. And that's what AD needs to do going forward. But luckily for the Lakers, LeBron's probably going to come back and save the day and make it look, excuse these players, from not playing up to the value that they are worth and how good they can be. Westbrook, he was solid tonight. 19 points, 4 rebounds, and 15 assists. And only 3 turnovers. So, you know, 5-1 to assist to turnover ratio. That's much better from Russ. 7-16 of from the field. 2-5 of from 3. I'm not, and he had a plus positive plus minus plus three and not too many bonehead mistakes down the stretch he missed a free throw you know that happens Russ he can be a little better but at that point I think you that's what you expect from Russ need a little bit more from the role players tonight but again it's the defending champions even though they still aren't 100 percent they have their big three intact of Middleton Holiday and Giannis and Giannis 47 points nine rebounds three assists 18 of 23 from the field. Talk about efficient. 3 of 4 from 3, as I said earlier, and 8 of 11 from the line. That's really the deal breaker. When Giannis is hitting threes and making free throws, forget it. So, 
that's it for the Lakers tonight. They dropped to 8-8. Eight and eight. The Bucks moved to 7-8, and eight, so they're still not looking too great record-wise. And yeah, hopefully LeBron comes back. Uh, looking at other scores around the league, the Charlotte Hornets picking up a good win tonight against the Red Hot Washington Wizards, 97-87 in Charlotte. I'm looking at the stats right now. Miles Bridges, another really solid night statistically. 17 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists. Running away right now with most improved, but Jordan Poole is making a good case himself. 8 of 15 from, from Miles. 11 and 14 assists for LaMelo Ball, even though he didn't shoot well. Kelly Oubre, 14 off the bench. Terry Rozier, 19. So a lot of guys in double figures for Charlotte. That's a good win. Brooklyn getting another win. Cavaliers, 9 and 7 now. They win by 10. Another team winning by 10. Nets, 11 and 5. Damn, Ricky Rubio is off to an amazing start this season. 25 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists tonight. Kevin Durant, 23 points on 9-16. James Harden, 27 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists on 6-12 of 12 from the field. Looking like an old-school James Harden stat line, 12-12 of 12 from the free-throw line. So almost half his points come from the stripe. 3-6 of six from 3. LaMarcus Aldridge, 24 points, 7 rebounds off the bench on 11-19 of 19 shooting. So good performance from L.A. off the bench. James Harden looking like, you know, good. he's starting to round into form slowly but surely. So the Nets, I still think people are being very harsh on them just because of the whole Kyrie situation. The Knicks losing their second game to the Magic this season. Man, Knicks fans, drop some comments if you're there. Tell me what's going on with you guys. That's a terrible loss. 8-7 and seven now, losing to them at home for the second time. Nobody for the Magic scoring more than 19 points. Terrence Ross was their high man with 19 off the bench. Damn, Randall, 4 of 11 from the field, 4 of 10 from 3. 10 out of 11 shots, threes? That's terrible. RJ Barrett, 0 of 7 from 3. 16 of 49 from 3. My goodness, man. These guys just don't know when to quit, do they? Bulls losing to the Blazers. That's a really good win for the Blazers. They're obviously a night and day team at home. They always have been. Same story with Portland. DeRozan didn't shoot well tonight, though. 7 of 19 and 1 of 5 from 3. 22 points. Levine, though, 55% from the field shooting. 7 of 12 from 3. My God. 30 points. Lonzo, 17 points. 7 of 13 and 3 of 5 from 3. Probably a big night for Dame, huh? No, 6 of 18 for Dame, 33% of the field, and 33% from 3, 3 of 9, but 22 points, 10 assists, 18 and 12 for Nurkic, 12 rebounds, and 18 for Powell, CJ, 4 of 14, wow, who would have thought the Blazers would win against the Bulls when they go 10 of 32 from the field, that just shows me that the Blazers' defense is probably starting to get better under Chauncey, that's one thing that, you know, I noticed it against the Clippers really, but it seems like maybe it is a little better, I don't know. Or maybe the Bulls just missed shots. Who knows? Wow, Pistons beating the Pacers. That's a terrible loss for the Pacers. Come on, man. They were tied going into the fourth. Sabonis. What's going on with him this season, guys? If you're a Pacers fan, let me know. Or you've been watching the Pacers. His stats look good. But tonight, four of seven. He didn't have any fouls. So no excuse for foul trouble. Four of seven. 15 and 11. Yeah, I'm, he has more free throws than field goal attempts. Free throws made. He has as many free throws made as field goal attempts. Jeez. Miles Turner, six points, two of eight. Who's K Martin in their starting lineup? 
Keelan Martin? Who the heck is this guy? Butler, second season? Tell me more about it if you know who that is. No wonder they're losing. I have no idea who's in their starting lineup, and I'm a dime dropper. I know these players. What the hell? I don't know somebody that's starting? I guess Chris Duarte wasn't playing. Karis Levert, 18 points, 7 of 18, and 3 of 10 from 3. Only 41.8% from the field as a team for the Pacers. 9 of 37 from 3. So league-wide, I'm just seeing ridiculous 3-point percentages. Another team that shot around 10 less threes that won tonight, and that's the Pistons. They're probably getting better shots. Man. These rule changes are definitely exposing some players, as I said, and the lack of easy baskets coming. Boston Celtics and Hawks. I predicted the Hawks would win tonight, and they did. Hawks have won three games in a row now, starting to slowly round into form. Celtics dropped to 7-8, and eight, still without Jalen Brown. But the reason why I thought they were going to lose is because no Time Lord. And I think he's a huge part of the team this season for his rim protection, his screening, and his rim rolling. And he's a big part of the team. 110-99, the Hawks. Grant Williams, though, is shooting better this season for the Celtics. See, that's one thing look, going forward. Keep an eye on Grant Williams shooting the ball better. 18 points tonight, 6 of 12, 3 of 8 from 3. Tatum, statistically, looks like he had a good night. 34 points, 9 rebounds, 5 dimes, 4 turnovers, though. 12 of 22 from the field, 5 of 12 from 3, which is a good percentage. Again, majority of his shots, 3s. Don't know how I feel about that. Marcus Smart, 8 points, 11 assists, 3 of 10 from the field, and 0 of 4 from 3. Dennis Schroeder, 15 points, 6 of 12 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3. You look at the three-point percentage, 11 of 41, 27%. Again, a team shooting 35-plus threes at an abysmal rate, and the team that shoots less threes won the game. John Collins, 20 and 11. 11 boards, of course. 9 of 13 from the field. That's really good, efficient night at the office. 9 and 12 for Capella on 4 of 7 from the field. Trey Young didn't shoot the ball well, 4 of 12. 10 of 10 from the line, though, and he also 0 of 6 from 3. But 10 of 10 from the line and 18 points, 11 assists. 19 points from Kevin Herter on 7 of 9 from the field and 5 of 7 from 3. And Cam Reddish with 19 points on 8 of 14 from the field. So you got to love that if you're a Hawks fan when Cam Reddish is hitting. Heat beat the Pelicans. Not even going to read the stats for that one unless... That's just an obvious win. Heat move on to 10-5. and five. Pelicans, the worst team in the West right now, 2-14. of 14. Poor Brandon Ingram. 31 points for Jimmy Butler. Triple-double, 31-10-10 for Jimmy Buckets. Wow, he's off to a great start this season. 10-18 of 18 from the field, 10-12 of 12 from the line. And then P.J. Tugger with 13 points on 6-7. Wow. Max Struess, 15 points off the bench. Caleb Martin, 15 points off the bench as well. Or 12 points off the bench, I should say. I'm sorry. Wow, so many teams played tonight, huh? Minnesota and Sacramento. Minnesota, big win. 10-point win. Another, a lot of guys win, a lot of teams winning by 10 tonight. 5-9. and nine. The Kings dropped to 6-9. and nine. De'Aaron Fox at 28 points on 50% shooting. 10 of 20 in the loss. Anthony Edwards, 26 points and 5 boards, 11 of 24 from the field and 4 of 10 from 3. So efficient, both shooting from the field and 3. Did not shoot at one free throw though, which is weird. But still, 26 points. Towns, 22 points, 6 boards, 4 assists, 6 turnovers. 9 of 12 from the field, only 1 of 4 from 3. So I like that 
75% of his shots were twos, but only 12 attempts when you're shooting 75%. I wish he could, shot, could have shot more, but he had four fouls. Maybe he was in foul trouble. Who knows? And then Pat Bev with 14, 6, and 7. Seven assists, three blocks as well. So even though he's 0 of 5 from 3, if you're a Wolves fan, you'll take double figures from Bev and 17 from D'Lo. So good win for the Wolves. OKC beats the Rockets by 12. They're 6 and 8, so they're not doing too horrible. The Rockets are actually 1 and 14, the only win coming against, I believe it was, I honestly forget. But, yeah, the Thunder, 34 points for Lou Dort. My goodness, on 14 of 22 from the field. Jesus. He's averaging 16 points a game this year. Obviously a career high, so Lou Dort. Shout out to him. And then the Suns, 10 wins in a row. They are on fire right now, and nobody's talking about it, as well as the Warriors who are on fire. And Steph Curry right now is my frontrunner for MVP. So if you're going to ask me that in the questions in a second, there's your answer. My frontrunner right now is Steph Curry. Their defense has been really sharp. I haven't watched them since they played the LA teams, but I see that they're number one defensive rating. And Wiggins, Draymond, they've been doing their thing, and Curry's doing a hell of a job. But the Suns winning... Devin, I saw Devin Booker's dagger late in the game, the three. That was spectacular. 24 points and nine rebounds for Book. 11 of 21 from the field. Eight and 19 and 13 rebounds on nine of 13. And the Suns move on to 11 and three. Now, that'll be it for tonight, guys. Make sure to download ColorCast. Five o'clock Pacific time tomorrow. Eight o'clock Eastern. I will be calling the game. If I am selected and have enough engagement, that's where you guys can come in. I'll invite you guys to the call during commercial breaks here and there. I may be able to do it for $100 per game. So, guys, help your boy out tomorrow. Color cast, 5 o'clock. Peace. And now we go to the live subscribers. Wait, no so patiently in the chat.